We're continuing in Psalm 51. So if you would like to turn there, please, as we read God's word. Psalm 51, 1 through 17. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin, for I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity and in sin my mother conceived me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part you will make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear joy and gladness that the bones you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be converted to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, the God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall show forth your praise. For you do not desire sacrifice or else I would give it. You do not delight in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. O oh Lord, we desire to honor you now as we hear your word. And we ask that our hearts would be made ready by your spirit to delight in you as we partake of this table with you. And we ask this in the name of Jesus, our Redeemer. Amen. Well, in verse 15... David said, oh Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall show forth your praise. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted praise to be coming out of his mouth. And then the next verse, and that praise, by the way, that praise, that kind of sacrifice is acceptable to the Lord and is, is contrasted then with verse 16, which begins, for you do not desire sacrifice or else I would give it. And David knew that to offer Sacrifice, the animal sacrifices for sin without true conviction and faith, without brokenness for sin, cannot satisfy the Lord, to whom a broken spirit, we see here, is necessary. Repentance and faith are a work that God has done in our hearts by his grace, and that he continues to enable us to exercise as we confess and as we repent, and then we grow in faith through the work of the Lord Jesus. It is an offering of thanks, essentially, an offering of praise for what he has done and is doing in us. We cannot take credit for any of it, and so we should come with humble and contrite hearts, and may we do so as we come to the table. And there is no true repentance without faith in Jesus Christ, and this is the sacrifice he will not despise, a contrite heart, a person who comes in faith through the Lord Jesus and I got to thinking this morning of how we kneel when we confess here corporately, anyway. You may do so individually. And when we kneel to confess, we do so to show in a physical way, somehow, in, in a way that we are subject to our king. We were thinking of our king and how it says he subdues us to himself. It's a position of being subdued, showing that. And so in a physical way, we bow 
to the king whom we have disobeyed during the week, and we are asking for forgiveness. We're asking for mercy on our knees. And I think kneeling is one of those positions, I know kneeling is one of those positions that is allowed in Scripture uh, when we come to him. And kneeling can, I think, uh, help prepare our hearts in a way to be submissive and to be contrite, as we're commanded here, as we're exhorted here. But in itself, it is only acceptable because we are coming in faith in the Lord Jesus and because of his perfect sacrifice for us. Not because we have done something spiritual, we've gotten on our knees. David is here offering the sacrifice of a contrite heart, which he knew is pleasing to the Lord. So David said, uh, you know, if it were the amount of offerings, you know, by numerous more sacrifices, that is sin, the sin that he's confessing here could be atoned for. He would do it. He had the means to do it. He could have brought thousands of sacrifices. But he did not desire sacrifice, he said, or else I would give it. In Hosea 6, 6, the Lord told his people, For I desire, this is in a similar uh, talk here, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. And in verse 7, many people know verse 6, but in verse 7, Hosea, under inspiration, asked two questions, basically rhetorical. Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, 10,000 rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? Certainly not. That would not be acceptable to the Lord. There are times that I think we may think we can or we should in some way do something more. We should sacrifice. We should do something after we have sinned and confessed. But after we have confessed our sin, as David shows us here, with his heart, in contrition, and we have repented of it, and, and are turning in faith and obedience to his promises, which we've broken, so we have to return to them. And because of the sacrifice of the Lord, we can and we should press on in growing in righteousness. And not think we have to beat ourselves up until somehow we feel bad enough or it's been long enough, something like that, to feel we can come again to the Lord. Punishing ourselves is not an acceptable sacrifice. Sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. These, O God, you will not despise. In Isaiah 66, the Lord said, and I think I've shared this before, he said, this is the kind of person I'm looking for, I'm looking to. He said, on this one I will look. In other words, I will be pleased with this kind of person. I will show my favor to him. And he said, on him who is poor and of a contrite spirit and who trembles at my word. Now, poor is means humble, so we could say, on him who is humble and of a contrite spirit, and who trembles at my word. Matthew Henry, I like how he wrote at this point in his commentary, he said, this necessary humiliation and sorrow for sin is a heart breaking from its sin. It is a heart pliable to the word of God and patient under the rod of God. It is a heart subdued and brought into obedience. It is a heart that is tender and trembles. God's word. And as we acknowledge our breaking of his law, we tremble, or we should tremble, that we have disobeyed our holy God, our loving Heavenly Father, which he has opened our eyes to see it all, or we wouldn't acknowledge it, we wouldn't be able to. And then as we turn in faith by his grace and his power to do what he has commanded us to do, again, he is pleased.
I'd like to conclude with a warning of Scripture and how we worship. This is from Ecclesiastes chapter 5. It says, walk prudently when you go into the house of God. Carefully. With forethought. Walk prudently when you go to the house of God. And this is specifically how it's saying, and draw near to hear or to listen rather than to give the sacrifice of fools. When we come to the house of God and partake of this table, as we will do, now, it, it should be to draw near to hear, to draw near to listen to his precious word and have willing hearts for the Lord to do whatever he will do in our hearts to show us our sin and then to offer ourselves as his weak and forgiven children and to again walk by faith and rejoice that he accepts us. We, we are renewed in our relationship with him. Brothers and sisters, we are acceptable to Lord God only in Jesus Christ. Ephesians 1 states that we are made accepted in the beloved. And so may we rejoice now that the Lord accepts us as we come before him. He accepts our broken and contrite hearts through the merits of Jesus Christ and through the atoning work of Jesus Christ for us. Let's pray. Oh Lord, we thank you that we are accepted by the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus for us on the cross. And that now we can come to you and we can enjoy this fellowship with you as we remember your perfect sacrifice, your blood shed for us and your body broken for us. And we thank you that we can draw near to hear, to listen, to worship you now and to be strengthened by your grace. And we come through the merits of our Lord Jesus and we pray in his name. Amen.